Bye. Bye. We're regular chums again. We're regular chums and Gary has come back to join us, nestling in our bosom. Claire's a special guest. It's nice to have her back. <laughs> welcome, welcome, Claire. Oh, so we have quite a lot to talk about in this one, don't we? Well, mainly election fraud. Oh, my God. Hot the topic. voting. Can you believe he still hasn't credited Joe Biden with his win yet? He still hasn't acknowledged it. We're not talking, talking about, about that. <laughs> We're not talking about that. We no. are talking, talking about the travesty. Travesty, which is Halloween whores and us not winning best costume. Oh, sorry. It was regular demand. <laughs> How could I recount. get it wrong? That's outrageous. We need a recount. I think there was. Do you think uh, it was computer based? Oh, I think I think bribery. Yeah, like bribery. yeah, under the table. Well, you know the people that won it. They're completely dodgy. Yeah, and nobody could get in to see the voting. We, we wanted to send um, voting watcher people in there to yeah. count the votes, and, and we were, they wouldn't we let us in. Out. So it's quite outrageous. I bet we won. In fact, I'm pretty sure we won. Yeah, we I'm won. sure we did. We I think that there was bribery and corruption. Mm. So it was, I do like what you've written here, travesty. See what I did there? Yeah, I did. It was awesome. <laughs> Claire, you meant to make that sound like it was a natural joke that you just sort of said, well, not, not not read out I what... Wanna, I just didn't want to steal Lisa's, Lisa's one funny line in the whole podcast. Thanks. Right, I'm done. Mic drop. And then, I'm out of here now. And then the other Claire, thing... Claire, my, my mic's stretching re- across oh. your breath. Oh, Hang on. Then the other thing that is... Um, happened is I, I think that there was dead people voting clearly I clearly dead people with Halloween whores mm. who did we see on the dance floor when we were dressed as Amy Winehouse yeah we were dressed as undertakers the white ladies and we measured Amy Winehouse up we did so clearly you're really dead people voting you're really He's clutching you're clutching at straws for votes here. well I think we you should come won. up with some better jokes then well you know I think, uh, you know, you've had a multitude of outfits. You always do. They're very, very well in costuming, as, as we know. Um, but, you know, sometimes you just have to give other people a chance. Yeah. We're always, we won sexiest costumes when we dressed as handmaid's tail. Yeah. <laughs> just too hot. Too hot for everyone else. So, anyway, if, if, if um, the Halloween whores people, we're on to you, and we're going to be putting our legal team is going to be working with... Um, the metro legal team mm, and we will be a recount. yeah definitely a recount and we might even send an armed militia to watch the recount mm. is that a pistol in your pocket <laughs> <laughs> yes okay right i'm going to shut up now because no. i have to put my hand up and say everybody around me has been on about this and I haven't even bothered to listen. Sorry, Kylie. And that's the cat. You are a the, bad the friend singer, of the game. I'm going to take that card away from you. Whatever yeah. card you have to be in this community, I don't know that you deserve it. Yeah, I don't even know the words. We are talking about the new Kylie Minogue album, Disco. And we're all gushing about it. I yeah. thought Disco was our friend's dog. It is. It'd probably be more of that song that she's D yo. Uh, That's probably more your era. You're such a good singer. <laughs> I know. Thanks. Um, no, Kylie has gone back to her light years fever roots. And uh, it's given the gays what they want, and it's basically a disco party. Not just the gays. Well, you know. Middle-aged white ladies, too. True, true. <laughs> She's also been on a massive, massive promo trail for this, which has probably enabled her to do promo for a worldwide audience from their base in London, whereas mm. before they would have travelled, travelled, travelled. Yeah. So now she's just been able to reach a massive target audience just from one spot. And um, the album, it, it's it's disco banger after disco banger. It's, oh. And the more I listen, the more I love it. Me has too. She, has she made it in America? Um, or is she just in the gays in America? I know because her and Robbie Williams kind of never made it into America and they desperately wanted to. Do you think this is going to get her in there? Well, she 
funnily enough, her she the locomotion back in the eighties got to like number three in the charts, and then obviously not much between then and can't get you out of my head got mm. really high. But locomotion's was, been her most successful. Did she win an MTV award for the best music video? What was that one where she's one walking? when she's in space? No, 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 no. She's walking through the street and she's yeah that sort of that cycle. Would, that wouldn't be an MTV USA, it MTV? was it? It's probably like no, didn't she win a Grammy? Oh, Grammy, Grammy, she did. She won a Grammy. Yeah, she's won a Grammy for video. it. For, yeah, she's won a Grammy for it. Yeah. She's won one Grammy. So when she's on the American chat show, they're like Grammy Award winner Kylie Minogue. It's like. But she's still she's one one. one. <laughs> um, she's very big on the gay dance charts over there. Yes. Or just the dance charts. All, all, um, all my American gays love her. Yeah. And yeah. so with this, this is part of the promo that she's done, is she's been on the Fallon yes. panel or Kimmel, I forget. I don't know. And Fallon. Stephen Fallon. Colbert. And she's done like, um, she did magic with Stephen Colbert. That's but, right. So she's been able to do this promo. Jordan's been checking the iTunes chart in the US all week frantically for updates and seeing if Kylie's still number one in the charts. So she has been, but the USA charts don't come out too. Tuesday, so it'd be interesting to see where she actually lands. Right, and Claire's just googling something on I'm Kylie. Just Billboard USA music, charts. Kylie Minogue, Billboard. Yeah, we won't know until Tuesday. We won't know till Tuesday. Right, so you're just confirming what Gary's already said. Yeah, well, sometimes right. he just makes it up. Sometimes I'm we, wrong. We, we, we just believe what he says, and it could be complete garbage. And then she did, um, again, I didn't watch because I just fell asleep, but she did a pay per view thing. Did you, did you pay to watch it? No, I didn't watch it, never oh. watched it. Right. I went to sleep. You, oh, you didn't intend to, so you went to sleep. I thought you might have just purchased well, a ticket and gone to I sleep. I just felt that twenty-eight dollars. It was eighteen. No, or, it was oh, twenty-eight. It was like a pre. You must have been. You, we must have got early bird because prices. you bought the album and everything else, possibly. No, we just got early bird oh, release. You? They did it in like staggered. The later you bought a ticket, the more expensive it okay. got. Yeah, it was twenty-eight dollars. I thought it was a little me. bit. I think she could have halved the price if she cared a little bit more. But you had a front no. row seat to her concert by <laughs> and a nice toilet and a nice toilet. Yeah, I loved the concert i thought it wasn't infinite clearly it was only 50 minutes but (laughs) it was i thought it was wonderful i thought the way all of the songs flowed together was fantastic i loved some of the retro songs or the reimagining of some of those songs was fantastic i loved her outfit i thought it was classy and fun and disco i know lots of people have been calling for a costume change in the middle of it but i was happy with what she was wearing well i think for 28 dollars a ticket she should have had costume changes for each song well it was pre-recorded so it's not live so how can what's the excuse for not but $28 a ticket it's not it's, a lot she had and it's not like it's not like we all bought we had six seven of us around our uh, around mm. not all six of us bought a ticket so oh. that's $28 for six or seven people to watch the, the one experience well she yeah. is the same age as me so maybe the reason there wasn't that many costume changes is because she can't fit into everything she's worn for the <laughs> well, last 30 years she just can't years. be asked. <laughs> and she still sold 30,000 of them yeah, apparently she sold 30,000 tickets and it hasn't been released to be how are we how might how are people that are too stingy to pay the money going to see There's a few it. of them well, are on YouTube, but otherwise it's she's take, there's nothing really available. Yeah. It was up. The whole thing was up at one point and it's been taken down. I went on to eBay because I got a tip from someone on social media that it was available there and I just thought I'd missed you know part of the official products that she was selling and I went and bought it and now I found out it's actually a bootleg. But you can come and watch my bootleg. Okay, I'll be very interested in to trouble. come and see your bootleg. Um, but no, it was... come and arrest on, me. But it yeah. comes on a, a DVD. I haven't even, do you it's, have a DVD player? We've got one of those gaming things. What's it called? Oh, yeah, PlayStation. Oh, like an PlayStation. Oh. PlayStation at home, which I don't even know how to I operate. Just bought, the, um... I just bought the PS5 for Ollie. Oh, you found one? Arri- yeah, well, it won't, I bought it through Vodafone. It won't arrive until 
December, but that's a digital one, so it won't even have right. a drive in it. Well, this one's got the drive, but it's going to be interesting to see whether someone's walking in front of the person who's holding their phone who's recorded this thing. Yeah. They, see, it looked official, though, because it was came with bonus tracks. Sorry. They won't, Sorry, it won't Kylie. be a phone job. Someone will have recorded it on their laptop. Someone will have actually recorded yeah. it whilst it was okay. on. But look, the, some of the things that she did, the way she the new I, mixes, the way she threw about... in light years and mixed it with Supernova. Slow. Um, slow. slow. <gasps> when she's the disco mix with um, Love to Love Baby. Oh, it's so good. Um, have you seen it? Have you seen that? I haven't seen any of it. Oh, I'm just, okay, I'm we'll show you. We'll try and entire we'll try and find it on the YouTubes and show you after this because it really is worth it. I mean, it's Slows was never one of my favourite songs, but this has just got this wonderful Donna Summer disco backbeat, and it's, then there's a the bit where she sings she, "Love to Love You, Baby" yeah. in it. It's just brilliant. It's the one song she reinvents for every mm. tour or album. Like there was a uh, country slow, there's a rock slow. You know, all, always mm. there's a the, the greatest hits last. Year, it's just the one song that everyone was like, Oh, you know, I don't really like it, but it just she reinvents it so much. Mm. And yeah, this one is great, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Loved it. We love you, Kylie. You're saving the end of 2020. Good girl, Kylie. Nice. Oh, we forgot to mention her album went to number one. Her album went to number one, and the album is called Infinite Disco. So, listen to it. It's just called Disco. Well, why does it say Infinite Disco? That's the name of the show. The album's just called Disco. And who's Confetti? So, Kylie's (laughs) she's gone to number one in the UK. She's looking through the notes and not making a lot of sense of them. I'm still very tired. <laughs> it's okay. You're okay because you're just going through the, the bullet points. We just haven't covered them all. We're go so back well. to confetti. Shall we go back to confetti? Kylie yeah. was in contention. Kylie, yeah. So in the UK, they love a chart battle. So it's been hyped up all week that Kylie and Little Mix are neck and neck in their chart battle. Little Mix are obviously a younger audience. They have massive streaming listens to their music. And Kylie's got more of an adult, grown-up audience who like to purchase physical items. So anyway. Old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Kylie's done vinyl cassettes, CDs, online, um, digital downloads. She's done all of it to drum up promo, and I think... Well, that's really the only way that they make money, isn't it? They don't make money out of the music Well, they make days. money off the streams, but, but it's but also, minimal. No, yeah. but that's why they tour all the time, yeah. because they sell the merch. Yeah, and, and Kylie, see, she's got a whole load of Infinite Disco merch. But anyway, the charts came out on Friday, and Kylie beat Little Mix to the number one spot, so she has become the first female to have number one albums in five consecutive decades. Which is incredible. She could have a number one for Christmas, which is a big thing in the UK. She's already done a Christmas well, album. Christmas album's not a big thing for number one. Okay. And then as we're talking about that, Gary, you t- messaged me last night and told me what you were doing. You were watching Bar Kylie. Oh, I was. Mm. So what's Bar Kylie? On Twitch. On Twitch. Twitch. Mm. So, so like... Bar Kylie was having a disco streaming party. So he's a Melbourne DJ, mm. yeah? So Bar Kylie is DJ Argonaut. He does the Bar Kylie events. He does Bar Madonna, Bar Britney, um, but most famously Bar Kylie. So last night was a disco streaming launch. So it was like all Kylie sits. He did four hours of streaming. Um, basically all the new songs from disco mixed in with all the mixes of Kylie's hits and it was just banger after banger. So Millie Minogue, who's a Kylie impersonator, um, she did. they had some pre-recorded green screen stuff that she'd done um, with the new songs, but she was also there in person, so she did some live performances too. It was just, it was just actually, I said to the others, it was just really nice to see Melbourne, because they're based in Melbourne, mm. and they're able to have people around the house. They're actually you know, watching all the comments and saying yeah, how much so fun they were having after so many months of just sort of this. And I think down. this was just a bit of joy for people to just have at home. You know, you can tip, donate, whatever. Probably rewatch the stream if you go on mm. to Twitch and search for either DJ Argonaut or Bar Kylie. I well yeah. done. The only thing about Twitch though I've noticed is a lot of them you can't replay them. No, they take the audio out. Because it's mm. something to do with the licensing. Mm. So the mm. live stream licensing is one thing, but then if you have it available after that, it's considered publishing, and I think you need to get consent. Yeah, and I think that's what um, Joel B had said. And it's certain songs were the ones you knew that they were going to mute, and Kylie mm. was right up on that list, yeah, wasn't it? 
Yeah. Right. Now I'm going to move on from Kylie. So Dua Lipa Studio 2054, which I presume 2054. was 2054, but yeah. I presume that was a New South Wales postcode. <laughs> and we did just Google New South Wales postcode 2054. And do you know what? There is not a New South Wales postcode Shocked. for 2054. Shocked. Who knew? Mm, There's know. a suburb to be I've set up there. That. So it's, it's actually about a modern day Studio 54. Ah. How old do yes. you be? How old do you be in 2054, Claire? Dead. <laughs> I'll be 42. You'll be, you'll be future nostalgia, and you'll be the real future nostalgia. Well, maybe, maybe I'll be about 52 by then. <laughs> mm. uh, I'll be really what have we, got, have we got to say anything about Studio? No, other than that, it's coming up, and it's a it's another live stream event. And from what I can gather, there's not too much about it, but she's been rehearsing heaps. It's set in a warehouse, and there's various um, staging zones in the warehouse mm-hmm. that are different themed areas. And I think she's going to have guest singers. Coming in as well so look it'll be it'll be fun to see what she does next sam smith they are amazing they They hit every single note at that mardi gras performance with a shovel with a shovel yes and more obsessed with this album absolutely obsessed what's it called again love goes (laughs) love goes love goes yes memory goes it's a great album it is a wonderful album there's a great mix of ballads and bangers Mm. um it almost feels a little bit like a greatest hits album in that there's some tracks that we've dancing with a stranger the I'm ready, the um, the James Bond to die for. Um, Is that because they didn't come out on an album? It's because, so he, they, because they delayed the release of the album. So it was originally meant to come out sort of March, April, but mm. they changed the name of it as well. Mm. So, yeah, so it, but it's still, it's it's a great hour oh, of I love it. fantastic music. I saw I just them interviewed me. on the project last week or the week before and just so warm and, you know, the, the interviewers always sort of like to pretend they have a relationship with them, but... Was this Carrie? Yeah, yeah, they'd obviously met or had an interview when they were down here for Mardi Gras. Yes, she did. And it was really, really warm and mm. lovely. It, it actually did feel like a couple of friends talking to each other. I actually looked that up before they came out here in March, and it was about a 40-minute interview. It was ah, really good so and it really feel a bit more of a deep dive mm. and particularly talking about um, being non-binary and even just their mum and um, various family members coming to terms with it and trying hard to to use the right pronouns. It's, It's a really good interview. You should look it up. Yeah, the, think, the one back in the beginning of the year. Yeah, yeah. the 40-minute one. I, feel, I figured they had some kind of relationship, so it actually did feel like quite a connection. That's right. And because normally they're quite con- a little bit contrived. They said that they were watching Carrie on TikTok and she just ah, got all excited, remember? Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was quite cute. They, um, they yes. have been doing a lot of promo as well on the TV trails. So mm. doing the, they've done Graham Norton, Graham Norton and, and all of these, yeah. all of these shows, performing Diamonds at most of them. I love that song. Yeah, it's I a, love it's it so great. much. So it's it's great listen. to see each each one's a bit of a different interpretation of it mm. as well. So mm. yeah, it's, it's, it's really great. Can't get enough of Sam Smith. Love them. Right, next one. Resin, Rosin, Rosine, Rasheen, Raisin, Raisin, Raisin Murphy. Is that Rasheen? Rasheen. Okay, close. I was close. Gary, you want to talk about this one? Well, I I don't know a huge amount about it. (laughs) Other than, obviously, Rasheen Murphy, Maloko, most famous, I would say, for Sing mm. It Back. Um, and it, she's just also brought out a new album. It's half of which are songs from, like, 10 years ago mm. onwards up until now. So it also feels, so, so I'm told, it's a bit of a great... Song. I didn't, well, Sing It Back time. was, like, 90s, yes. early 2000s. Yes. But wasn't she 
wasn't she only in a TV show recently that made her famous, or have I just completely no. missed her? She's been singing and acting for quite some time. What, what TV, TV show has she been in? What TV show has she been in? I thought she was I thought like she a... was in movies. Oh, I thought no, she was in Game of a... Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she. Let me look it she's up quickly. She's one of those, not triple threats, but she's one of those people I'm that is... I'm never an, aware of her being an actress. As you would describe an artist. No, triple... I've never heard of her being Are an actress. Are you kidding? Yeah, Surely. she's just a singer. What's Home Rescue? What's that? She's, she's just this, a singer. She's, don't just say just a singer. Well, I'm a singer sure. and performer and artist and entertainer, um, but she is not an actress. Not an actor? No. Okay. Who, who knew? Uh... Nine four. I think What's you're getting Batman? confused with Nicole Kidman. Filmography. Okay. There's no. nothing there. No. <laughs> okay. Anyway, awesome. she's also done the live stream platform. So she's done an, a, an event through Mixcloud. So mm. I think the Australians got this last night. Um, apparently she's bonkers, out of control. She's very quirky. She's very zany, um, but also amazing at the same time. Can um, I dive in there? Have you heard her interview on Table Manners? Yes. One of the early ones. Yes. Hilarious. Yes. One of the funniest Table yes. Manners ones It should ever. no holds barred. Her and Jessie she, talking about festivals and then she's like, let's go to the next festival and she'll sort her out. She's it. also it's quite, very she's very funny. quirky to follow on Instagram. So if you yeah. don't follow her because she's just nuts, but in yeah. a fun way, yeah. like quirky, quirky, very amusing. amusing and uh, lots of friends are massive fans. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm yet to jump on the full bandwagon, but I reckon I've got her muddled up with girl. <laughs> Someone from Game of Thrones. Who is Sansa? Who is Sansa in Game of Thrones? Not her. Not. Oh well. Moving right along. I'm well know. researched. Ava M- Max. <laughs> We've got a typo in the list. It's like an A in there as well. Max. Okay, I thought it was like trendy, like grinder without oh, Char- the E R. Charlie X C X. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of thing. Uh, when did this album come out? It's Heaven new. It's really. It, yeah, it's probably like six weeks old or so. Mm. Um and. Uh, it, it, she's a bit of a gaga wannabe, I must admit. However, not to take away that every single song on this album is also fantastic yeah, and right up is. my street. Um, she's brought out a couple of videos. She's done an Amazon live performance where she's been in like a green screeny studio Where's thing. Where's she from? English She's American. American. Okay. But, oh, um, <laughs> I think it's Pomeranian. <laughs> Pomeranian. You know Texan? the Kardashians. You're an Armenian. I think she's from yeah. Pomeranian. That's going to be amazing. We're going to stick to that now. Do we know Pomeranian. we're a Pomeranian friend. I've got lots of I'm not racist. I've got loads of Pomeranian she's, she's, friends. She's like, I think Sweet But Psycho's had like billions of streams on Spotify or something. Really? And again, she's also delayed the release of her album because of the coronavirus, but it's worth the wait because, yeah, every single song is She reminds fantastic. me a little bit of Gwen Stefani, yeah, not she's... pink. No, she's, she's more Doesn't gaga for me. With that really sort of bleach blonde hair but the dark eyes. But she has it like, the, head, the, the, the hair's cut to her shoulder on one half and then long right. hair on the other. Pomeranian. You know that That's song, it. Sweet But Psycho, Claire? Can you sing it? <laughs> she's a great singer. Come. I better not. I better not. So we're moving along. So we've got any more typos. This is another podcast. That, is this... It's called Beach House Podcast. Podcast. Yes. And then interestingly enough, the next point down mentions head candy. And to me, head candy and beach house go together, but must be different. Maybe head candy had a beach house. They might have beach sessions, beach club sessions. Yeah, I can't help you with that. Or are they not linked at all? No, well, I don't know. Maybe they are in your brain, but all sorts of things happen in your brain that I can't understand. Everything's so. quite muddled. So yeah. Beach House Podcast. Beach House Royce Podcast. Kashadi. No. <laughs> Say that again. Royce Cockyardi. Royce Cashardi. Sorry, Royce. Based in Melbourne. He's been putting out these podcasts for ages and I've been listening for years and it's just one of those ones that I've forgotten to mention on this podcast. 
it's just a bit more Café Del Mar type music. So, you know, house, but a bit more chilled. There is a great song on his October podcast. He finishes with a track called Do You Like It by Husky. And Husky is a local DJ. And I chatted him up one night in a platonic way at the Beresford because he was playing some fantastic glitter box type music. Not heard of him? No, I haven't heard of him either. So I started following him on Spotify and he's got some great music actually. It's great. Very talented. Link in And the very lovely. Showcase. Really lovely guy too. Lovely and chatty and was very patient with me talking to him right let me move <laughs> on to woman as all people you are that you stalk <laughs> exactly. and fangirl That's over right. so then we go back to i beat the sensation and mark doyle mm. and head candy so mark doyle is the person who started Head Candy, and he's a guest DJ in Ibiza Sensations 250. That's how many they've pumped out. But he does stuff with your friend, my friend, Peyton. Yes. So um, Peyton's done um, higher place. Higher place. Sorry, Peyton. <laughs> higher place. Higher place. And that, that was all Head Candy label, wasn't yes. it, back in the day? Yes, it yeah. was. But it is fantastic. I will add it to You're my it to increasing repertoire of homework mm. that uh, I need to get through. Now I've been to Kylie for a week. I've got some spare time. Jolby. Um, have we done Jolby? Mm. Are we doing Jolby? Lots, lots of people have done Jolby. Harry, um, he's a happily married man. <laughs> Desert Heat, his 77th podcast, is also fantastic. I look at that and I think Desert Heat. I know, it's exactly what I was thinking. Really? As well. I, was, I, was, I was sort of picturing like sticky toffee pudding mm, or like one of those. Apple pie. Yeah, or I was thinking like one of those self-sourcing chocolate puddings. You mm-hmm. know, you take the thing off and burn the your sauce. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, and was there with the new Jolby 77th podcast, Desert Heat, was there a video a that was like a circle video with cows, with cows no, and a Fisher Price barn? Is he no, not at like, you know. haven't answered your emails. No. Is he not filmed it live at Mount Rushmore or anything? I think they might have blocked me. They might have as well. Hmm. Well, Kylie features on that podcast, FYI. Does she? Oh. What song? Magic. I did, I did listen to it, actually. I listened to it in the car. Up, up, up. Podcasts. Obviously the only podcast any of these people listen to is us, but if they That's ever right. stop listening to our podcast on repeat, they might like to listen to some of these other podcasts. We yeah, meant to we talk about this last time. Yeah. So when we talked wanted to talk hope everybody listens to the David Tennant podcast. So David Tennant, Scottish bloke, Doctor Who. But he has an amazing podcast. He's a fabulous, fabulous interviewer. Mm. And the, the highlights for me recently, he has interviewed Dan Levy, who is the writer, <gasps> producer, creator of Shit's Creek. And that's a beautiful interview. He also, was he the one that did Sheldon Cooper as well? Yep. Yep. So he's done Sheldon one. Cooper from Big Bang Theory. So that's Jim Parsons. Mm, yep. That's a beautiful one. That's quite emotional. Gary's partner said it was, he was surprised at how raw and emotional it was. Oh. And then the Judy Dench one is best ever. Really? Yeah. I, I listened to a lot of them early in the piece. And I think when you listen to a lot of them in succession, they follow a format, and I just got a bit bored of the oh, format. Oh, st- he stopped for a while though, and right. this, this is almost new. Probably and it was he knew I was getting bored of it. Yeah, that. I think yeah. he probably that, that feedback yeah, you sent him, right. he changed. So, yeah. but these were obviously recorded probably several months ago. Mm. So the Judy Dench one, the bit that got me was he asked her how she was coping. It was oh, in the first lockdown mm. they did in the 
UK. So that would have been way back in May time. And she was quite miffed that there was a lockdown because she said at her age, 82 or 84, she hasn't got time to mm. be locked down and not out living life. It's, mm. you know, she was, it was, so it kind of brings it home the effect of this horrible virus has on, on Older us. People. And people are, you know, us being so young, it's not such a big thing, but, you know, losing a whole year of your life. And you know, thought, a lot of people are on pause. Yeah. I thought Judy actually sounded very upbeat. She was just quite pragmatic about the whole thing. She was just like, yeah, but she was at home. I think she just missed the element of not working yeah. and not being on a stage, not being in a I TV film. I have been known to lament not being on a dance floor because I don't know how many years <sighs> oh, I've got exactly. left on a dance floor. Yeah, I agree. But um, I guess oh, the Judy Dench one isn't a sad one. It was just no. that, that was quite poignant, that, mm. that thing that she made. You know, a lot of people are... You know, everyone's lives on pause. You know, yeah. think about even think if you have junior school kids, what they're missing out on. All those, you know, whatever. Formals and yeah. Everything else. So they and, and then there's another one of the David Tennant lot, which is Billy Piper again, who used to be on Doctor Who, and that's quite lovely because they obviously work together on Doctor Who and have quite a nice relationship. And Billy Piper had a quite an interesting upbringing, especially in her teens. Does she sing songs as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's a, mm-hmm. yeah, she's got. Quite a successful career. She's got career. some really good pop 90s? songs. 90s? Was it 90s? Yeah, yeah when she Late was a 90s. teenager. She yeah. Like won, Honey to the Bee, yeah. Because We Want to, Day and Night. Great. Well, she, she was um, with Chris Evans. She won, didn't she go on a singing competition and Eurovision? won it? No. It wasn't quite Eurovision. She was chosen by someone to be... It wasn't a competition. She was selected by producers to be the voice and the face of this new load of music they were writing. And she was very, very young and suddenly went from 13 a nobody to being 13 and famous and she was living in a flat on her own in london when she was what? 15 or something wow and that's because she married chris evans when chris she evans, was 16 she was very young he bought her a ferrari as like oh, a gift was he? oh he's 42 or something they're still very good friends they're still good mates i remember that at the time she's great odd. though she, she's, she's a fantastic actress in whatever she does mm. um but imagine having show. that kind of fame at 13 and then at 15 living on your own yeah didn't you Lipa move from kosovo back to london London but with the family like though but that was with the family i don't think it was on her own i think she might have been living with friends while she was at school or something but i think i think yeah, I can't it just seemed very young to me as usual no no what is it because the billy piper one she's actually talking about how how she's grown up a second time kind of because she was so young and having to be a grown-up and then she had a bit of a wild time i think and now obviously happy in her own skin you've actually Mm. got gold glitter on your chin which is quite unusual for you Um, just noticed and then obviously one of our other favorite go-to podcasts is jesse wears we are where where? 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 Table Manners, which is yes. amazing. And guess who's been on Table Manners? Kylie. The long-awaited guest after 10 seasons the, or something is Kylie. She wet her pants almost. I loved that podcast, obviously, but it was actually the first time I've ever heard Kylie sound properly relaxed and actually just sounding like herself. Normally in interviews, mm. she feels a little bit rehearsed or she's just talking about her work. She's not really talking about her so much. Whereas That's this because is really she's, she's very, very, very media savvy and guarded. Exactly. Yeah. She knows exactly what to respond and how to redirect. She's like a politician almost. Yeah. She knows how to redirect and I can understand that also because you don't want everyone prying into your private life you know she would have seen protection even just with michael hutchins and and jason donovan the intrusion 
So I can understand that. But it was actually really lovely and refreshing because she was talking about, you know, like a mum cooking dinner and who would cook and what sort of things they would eat. And I don't know, it's just really lovely. Well, that's all part of this promo because she she's also done a, it's on YouTube, uh, an interview with Zane Lowe for Apple Music. And that's a 50 minute sit down. Was he in One Direction? No, he's the, the same DJ, thing. Zane Lowe, the Radio <laughs> 1 DJ. But that's real. She, she's even yeah, more shrugging, candid. Shrugging. She, she's even more candid in that. Really? Talking to him. And yeah. like, it's so, uh, he's in one room and she's in another. Like, it's just a video FaceTime type thing. Mm. But uh, it's proper, proper production. But Maybe she's just got to that point now where she knows how to handle the media. She's kind of done all of that and she feels like she can reveal a bit more of herself. Yeah. Yeah. It must be very tiring, I would think, having to be on guard. And she hasn't had to travel, you know, so she's mm. she's not tired. Mm. Topping up, topping up the coffers. <laughs> so anything else on our things? Next, watching things on television. Lisa wanted to start with orgies. We did not. Well, I'm going to start with orgies because we've been right. quite sensible. Okay. Brave New World, the Aldous Huxley adaptation. So Aldous Huxley was the writer mm-hmm. of the very famous book. Mm-hmm. My daughter did it for her year 12 music, um, year 12 English, and I didn't did realise do... it was quite so sexy. Did she do the orgy scenes? Must I mean I haven't read the book myself, but I'm guessing the orgy <laughs> scenes were in there. We'll ask so... her. I have never, never have I ever, and then we'll just see if she wants to turn up <laughs> with a group of naked people around us. That's me. <laughs> so that's on. Oh, it's Netflix or Stan? I, I can't it. remember. I've just I've just heard about the orgy scenes. I've had a couple of friends message me and say, "Have you seen Brave New World?" And they've said because there are orgy scenes that I think you need to see. Okay, I I have watched it, and as usual, I kind of speed watch and triple screen. <laughs> it reminded me a little bit of Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke. <gasps> Gattaca. Yes, oh my so god, they I live, love that yeah, movie. So it has a very similar seen, feel to that. Have you seen it, Gary? I haven't seen it. Oh, well, put it on if list. I have, it was years ago. <laughs> it has a list. very similar feel to that. Ah. You're living in this, um, you know, a very sanitized, crispy, yep. controlled future. Mm-hmm. So if you could imagine an orgy scene in Gattaca when it's sort of like all, all controlled, that's a little bit like Brave New World. Nice so, music, though. Yeah, it's, it's an amazing. I, it, it reminded me of it. It's, it's Quite a, it's a different story, but mm. it, it's almost could be a very, very, very similar world. So yeah. very sanitized, controlled. People are perfect. They're trying to they're trying yeah. to produce the perfect humans yeah. that don't have all the faults that we have. Yeah. yeah. So if you can compare those orgy okay. scenes to our favourite thing ever on Netflix, which is Sensate. Those orgy scenes are like really um, organic, hot. hot, yeah. And they're hot. organic and inclusive and different and... Everyone's hot. Yeah. Everyone's hot. But it's... I can't believe I still you haven't seen, seen it. it. I can't believe I still oh, haven't it's seen so it. It's so good. I started... I was bored last night. I've got too brain... much content. Oh, it's so good though. I can't keep up. I'm on my third time around, I think. But I'm watching Disco TV. What's Disco TV? Oh, it's Kylie's live TV, That's Disc- true. Disco TV YouTube. channel on YouTube. That's so every time I've got Kylie. a little spare time, I just put Kylie's Disco TV. Oh, you need to watch Sensei. I think he single-handedly got her to number one. So there's, uh, I mean, comparing Brave New World to Gattaca is nowhere good as good. What it's about for those who haven't oh, read the book? I don't know. Because you were triple screening. Yeah, it, it's just. It's she doesn't just know because she didn't just, watch it. It's just a future where. Um, oh, it's, it's a little bit like Black. It's like Black Mirror meets Gattaca, and there's certain things you can do, and there's certain levels, and. I don't know what it's about. Okay. Great. That's but it was awesome people review. stepping outside, people trying to break <laughs> out of the thing. just... <laughs> I watched it. For those, that, for those that don't know, Claire likes to 
Uh, watch TV, watch TikTok, watch Instagram, text, yeah. and uh, communicate whilst watching TV. Yeah, but, but of course, she misses a lot of um, people would so important watch that. info. People That's would, in people would, commas watching. So people would watch Brave New World, and they could go, "I know exactly what Claire meant. It is a little bit like Gattaca." You see? Yeah, but Don't in terms of the storyline. It's, it's about a guy from somewhere else. So people go. They live in this place. <laughs> Maybe you should stop all your head. Yeah. And it's very prescriptive. But they go on holidays to a place that's like Disneyland. Don't they take and a pill Disney. Or yes, they do. And that's looking, like a happy pill. I'm, I'm looking forward to some listener feedback on this. Shush. <laughs> they go to this place like Disneyland. And what Disneyland is, is, is us last living in a. And they call them the. I can't savages, remember savages. No, yeah, savages. they call them the savages, and they're just people living the trailer. a normal life. And then one <laughs> of the savages ends up getting taken for, for reasons which I can't remember. Ends up getting taken back to live in the world where everyone takes happy pills and lives this prescriptive life. And and he he's trying to fit in and then break out and working out. So it's you know it's very deep. Thank you. I think we'll cut that. <laughs> I, I must admit, I'm, you're not enthralling me to watch it. I wasn't your... blown away by it. I wasn't right. blown away by, by the audience or the story. I've watched enough of it. <laughs> oh, I should have written notes. Next. Right. I have not watched this next oh. one because I remember watching the thing that this is based on. One and Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. We are talking about Ratchet. Is it was One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest or yes. the other one? No, no it's, it's one flew over based the cookies on nest. Nurse Ratchet from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's oh, Nest. It's a side. Was, what was the one with the big hotel and Jack Nicholson in the big Psycho. hotel? No. The Grand Budapest Hotel. The Shining. No, it's not based no. on The Shining. It's based on One Flew Over the Cuckoo's <laughs> oh, Again, okay, some so wonderful research. You should. I will say, so it's a psychological thriller. It's based on the story of Nurse Ratched. You're laughing at me. I'm interesting <laughs> and relaxed. You are wretched. based on Nurse Ratched from One Flew Over the Cookies Nest, who I believe oh. was a bit twisted. Yes. And you go into her backstory, understanding why she is twisted. Claire's writing Claire's, notes. Claire's writing our notes whilst we're speaking. talking about it. Thanks for that. Why are you putting that in the notes? Because I'm going to remind myself, because the reason I haven't watched it is I had one flew over this Claire's brain. Cocoo. So What's a cocoo? What's a cocoo? <laughs> Same actor, though. It's Jack Nicholson was in both of them. Was Jack Nicholson yes, the one flew over the cookies? And he was in The Shining. He was, so yes. I had, wasn't going to watch this because I think I was thinking of The Shining, no. which was terrifying. No, it's not terrifying like that. It is definitely is a, a psychological thriller. Yeah. So it's set in a mental health hospital. And they lobotomise him. There is a lobotomy scene, a couple of lobotomy scenes, actually. But I cover my eyes when any of that stuff happens. Like when... When I cover my eyes, when I watch something like The Boys and someone's head explodes or guts go everywhere, I always cover my eyes. Yeah. Don't yeah, like to I watch. watch. So either. there's a bit of eye covering. But Ryan Murphy and the styling and everything else that's through this is simply mind-blowing. As always. Like, it is incredible. Yeah. Did you watch, Gary? No, I haven't. I've watched, oh, I've watched oh part of it. But you can, always, you can just tell even by looking at a two-minute trailer that it's a Ryan Murphy. So beautiful. The styling, yeah. So even just things like the colour. So there's like this teal colour. It's the nurse's uniforms and the furniture and the drapes and her car. And it's this theme all the, the way green, through it. That's right, and she's yeah. walk, walking through a corridor, and she's having you know an emotional moment, pushing a trolley, and all of the lights go green on her and focused on her. It is just oh, so beautifully it done. I know it's not about so the So beautifully done, and Judy Davis is incredible, and Sarah oh. Paulson is amazing. 
Sharon Stone is brilliant and there's this really wacky, wonderful character. It is amazing. I it's loved, on the list. I loved it. Yeah, right, loved I would it. definitely watch that. I thought it was going to be horror, like Shining, no. and I just couldn't bring myself. And the other interesting thing I would say is if you're not really into psychological thrillers and kind of twisted stuff, that possibly the first half is quite like that and then it starts to inch away from that a little bit more and then as you understand her character more, it becomes less like that and then there are genuine relationships that form between some of the characters which you don't expect either so love it love 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 right i will watch that good again claire's brain mixing up two completely separate things where would we be without that (laughs) where would we be that well i watched and did absorb because i was so taken with this tv show that i didn't watch tiktok or text people while i was watching it i loved it so much Mm. it's um queen's gambit on netflix absolutely phenomenal couldn't take my eyes away from it unique special story um amazing acting from someone that we've just had an argument about who she was and we've never we've all we all recognize her but we don't know who she is and what else she's been in it is she was in emma she was in emma it's phenomenally good not not so she starts off in an orphanage and not to spoil anything normally when young girls into go into orphanages everyone things happen Mm -hmm. in nearly every single movie you know they're either starved or abused or beaten it's just a different story going through that and how they come out the other side and she's a chess she plays chess prodigy Ah. prodigy prodigy that that thing fire starter yeah i've i've watched episode one and i'm glued like i was could not take my eyes away hook line and sinker and i'm now desperate to watch the rest it it gets better and better and a little bit like mad men it's something that you should go back and watch a second time because the the costuming and the the scenery and anachronisms what's that word i'm looking for i can't think of what that word is now that's gone as well you look at each other like not I'm an going. analogy no <laughs> not an analogy it's just amazing the scenes in the in in people's houses and hotel lobbies and airports going back to those those 60s stuff is just it's jaw-droppingly beautiful and mm. fantastically acted and you would never realize that a game of chess could be so nerve-wracking and mm. exciting well mad men was one of my favorite tv shows ever 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 in the whole wide world so i'm gonna have to watch i've not it. seen it but you i am i am hooked, so i need i've never seen mad men <gasps> so good i'm about love it. elizabeth moss but Just anyway so speaking good. of speaking of queen's gambit um also uh the crown season four the reviews have been phenomenal yes um Cannot wait to dive in. Yes. Uh, we've got Margaret Thatcher, played by Gillian Anderson. It's going to uh, be amazing. Princess X-Files. Diana. Yeah. So, so um, I'm hopeful it's a return everyone. to form because I wasn't that impressed with season three, I must admit. No, I found season three like a bit slow. Did you like Olivia Coleman? I loved Olivia Coleman, but yeah. I just thought some of the, the, the Abafan thing was great. Yeah, that was um, incredible. Which bit? The Welsh, Welsh school. When the oh, yes, slag yes, heat falls. Yes, the way they did that was amazing. Yeah, but I'm, you know, don't, The astronaut episode was... I just felt that was a bit of a waste. Like, there's so Mm. much content in the Royals that Mm. we don't need to see a whole episode, an hour of astronauts. Do you think they were just trying to flesh out Philip a bit more? Yeah. I think so. It was more just to see him, like, just he was a a fan of astronauts. Yeah. (laughs) 
yawn. So that um, a bit of a hoo-ha yeah. going on in the UK, because I think um, the Daily Mail, so it's got to be true, yeah. is that the palace is outraged at Netflix, The Crown, as Prince Charles' friend, friends launch a blistering attack on the TV drama, because I think it is going to portray Charles you, as a... How do Prince Charles's friends know what's in it when it hasn't... Well, it's the Daily Mail, so well, they fact, Claire things. is reading from a Daily Mail article here, mm. so do not this believe is, this is anything you read or see. Well, let's see what how this shows that, that Prince like, Charles. All the all the screeners that the um the press have seen from um you know the TV critics have just said it is phenomenal. Ooh, so can't wait, can't wait. More to add to the list. Okay, what's next? I am watching a little bit of Star Trek Discovery, which is on Netflix, and I haven't. Uh, I, I'm, I may allegedly double screen when I'm watching it, <laughs> and it's really complicated, and the story is is intricate, so I have no idea what's going on. But it is the most beautiful, the, the way they've done the ship and the pretty lights and the colours and the special effects and everything are mind blowing. It's mm. it's jaw droppingly beautiful. No idea what's going on. They went backwards in time, and then they've gone through a, war, a wormhole, and they're a thousand years in the future, and the Federation doesn't exist, or or maybe it does, and well, then someone's fun. been absorbed into someone else's. <laughs> What? What's but Spock really doing? This just wasn't a dream of What's yours. What's Spock doing? Um, I don't even know whether there's a Vulcan in there, actually, Gary. What's a Vulcan? That's what Spock was. Oh. Anyway, can He's I got say big ears I've too. never watched one episode of Star Trek, no. and after that review, I'm. Oh no, it's stunningly beautiful. I'm still it is. Not it, watch is it. No. it is. I still won't watch just it. Just no. rich, sci-fi, expensive yeah. television. Yeah, I'm not a sci-fi fan. No, I think. What efforts we have on the list? Do we want to talk about the social dilemma? Can we be bothered? No, I can't be bothered. Can't no. be bothered. We've talked enough about other stuff. We we, we all know you use your phone. Something we've, called dumb stuff. We've all learned that you use your phone stars. too much. We, we got a, we got a, we get many, many messages oh. from our many, many listeners, requests, and stories, and emails. Inundated. Yeah. Inundated. So we're almost going to set up a. Um, people are tending to use us as a, like a agony aunt, agony aunt mm. sort of column, really. So if mm. anyone's got any agony aunt type stuff, do forward them. Lisa, do you well, want to agonise? Agonised, yes. Well, this was uh, asked of us by a good friend who we'll call Kevin. Kevin. Who wanted some advice on um, breaking up with his hairdresser. Sorry, Gary's patting Claire's hair and I'm not entirely <laughs> sure why. Sorry for me. <laughs> I think he feels I'm old and doddery today. Is anyone listening to me at all? I am not. Carry on. Our keep, friend. You can keep playing with my hair. Kevin. Nice. Are you going to go to sleep? <laughs> Our friend, who shall be called Quite Kevin, dry. wanted to stop it. <laughs> wanted to no break up. No oh, I give up. Anyway, bye. No, no, go on. We'll shut up. No, no, no. stop interrupting. Um, our Kevin. good friend Kevin wants to break up with his hairdresser because... <gasps> Is Kevin a real person or have you changed names? I've changed the name to protect the innocent. Right. So he has been seeing this hairdresser for many years and the hairdresser has become a good friend. And then at the beginning mm. of COVID, a lot of clients left the hairdresser and then started seeing a local barber. And Kevin also saw the local barber. And not only was the local barber cheaper, but everyone is commenting on how good Kevin's hair looks. Mm. So Kevin is now in a bit of a quandary because, of course, Kevin would like to look good and Kevin would like to save money. And Kevin is good friends with his hairdresser, so he wanted some advice. Yeah, Kevin's going to have to move to (laughs) Perth. (laughs) Yeah. So anything less extreme than that? Got any advice, Gary? Well, it's hard because you know whether it's like a personal trainer, whether it's your physio, whether it's your you anyone know, in the personal anyone that industry. anyone that yeah, it's hard. It's hard because to break up with leaving your bond. gym. You can't like you feel bad. It's 
the only thing I could say is, you know, yeah, due to financial constraints or something, you know, you get... The hairdresser is quite critical of clients that have left to go somewhere more economical. Is the hairdresser during these male? Times, I believe so. And is the hairdresser gay? I don't know. Do I know, would, do we know I would whether Kevin so. is gay? Kevin is definitely gay. Kevin probably needs to sleep with the hairdresser's husband or wife. Probably has. I don't know how Kevin's I don't know how that's going to help his dilemma. That. Yeah. <laughs> I think they just need to manufacture a big yeah. argument and well, just walk away and never see each other one, again. One of our, um, one of the people on social media who's also a hairdresser suggested that Kevin could say that he was given a voucher, <laughs> a gift voucher to someone no else time. and used it. I know. Well, this is apparent because this person who gave the advice is also a hairdresser, so has said that he has given this advice to his own clients when they've wanted to switch to him. I also think there's an element really that we as human beings overthink these things, whereas someone like your physio, your, your gym, your hairdresser would be so used, used to, to different clients and people coming and going mm. and seeing. It's like, you know, so for us, we overthink it and it just builds up to be this big issue in our head, whereas really I think the, the, the people you're breaking up with are probably more used to it than you would think. Honesty is the best. no advice. Honesty is, honesty is the best move, policy. Move, Claire, you look lovely. Move to Perth and sleep with the person's partner. Yeah. Right. Oh, no, I think honesty is the best policy and, and say, I don't want to damage our friendship and I, I do value you, but I'm going to go but and But you do see. a shit job. Yeah, I'm going to go and, and see. And you're too expensive. Kevin yeah. needs to man up. Kevin, oh, right. run it up. Well, the little sidebar to all of this was that Kevin did go back to the hairdresser. Yeah. So I just spent 10 minutes talking about Kevin's hair <laughs> just to then establish well, no. that he's gone back to the hairdresser anyway. <laughs> we yeah. may cut out the whole hairdresser thing. I think he's, buy, he's buying a service and whether it's from a friend or not. Do you think anyone cares? <laughs> no, not really. Because <laughs> you just revealed that Kevin's gone back to his hairdresser. <laughs> Kevin's fixed his own dilemma. He went back to his hairdresser. So anyway, as you can tell, we're really good agony aunts. So write to us at... Dear Deirdre, at the sun. Irregular mums on Netflix, not Netflix, Instagram. Irregularmums at gmail.com. You'll find us. We might not answer you. <laughs> we're inundated. As you can tell, we're worth our weight in gold. <laughs> That's a lot of gold. Something. Oh. <laughs> So How many hours have we spoken to? God, Three. our editing team's going to have a long time oh, dealing with all of this. God, help me. We're going to, We're going to catch up again in December for our yeah. We'll have a Christmas edition, yes. <laughs> it's irregular Tom signing off. And we'll be back on the airwaves again. We'll see you for our Christmas Soon. edition. Yeah. Ho, ho, Jingle and ho, bells. we'll be back. Bye. 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 <laughs>